Hi guys, welcome back to Elephants in the Room. Oh, I am so tired right now. It's currently um, 2 a.m. and tomorrow I fly out to Europe um, and my house is a mess. Right next to me, I have a pile of clothes that I'm taking because I'm still finishing packing. To be To be fair though, I did like fold up and like put aside all the clothes that I know I'm going to wear, um, before filming this, which is good. Um, but I am super happy to be here. I'm super happy to talk to you guys. Um, but just bear with me because again, I'm a little bit out of it. I've had like the best last couple of days, but it's been a lot. And so I'm just really tired. I'm super happy and excited, but I'm just really tired and a little stressed, but, uh, we're going to get through it. So I'm going to keep this episode kind of short just because like I said, I have a flight in the morning and <laughs> I'm a little out of it. Um, but I did have something on my heart that I wanted to talk to that I wanted to talk about today. Um, and it's funny because, and I always tell you guys this, but I, I have a lot of episodes that I kind of pre-plan and, um, you know, I take notes and I go through some certain subjects or things that I want to talk about, but then there are times also where I just feel led to just talk about something. And then I just like talk out of my butt and I just say like what I feel. <laughs> so that's what it's going to be today. We're going to just talk. Um, also, it's like I'm having trouble looking directly into your guys's direction because my ring light is so bright. But you got to you got to get the good lighting out here. Um anyways, so what I wanted to talk to you guys about today was about learning not just to live with an open mind, but learning to live with an open heart. Which I almost think is more important than living with an open mind. Now, they kind of coincide and they kind of go hand in hand. But I don't know if you've, you guys have ever heard that saying of like, oh, like live, you know, live with an open mind. I know I have. And, and it came to my mind tonight because I had a conversation with someone amazing today. But we were talking and they brought something up and I was like, that's such a good point. So I give credit to you. If you're watching this, you know who you are. Um, but we were just talking about how like everything has a root. Everything has a root. And so this all kind of ties into what I want to talk about. But I just, I don't know the best way to say this, but what I'm trying to get across is just that we live in a world with so many different people who have so many different beliefs, so many different opinions, different ways of life, different personalities, different quirks, different insecurities, different flaws, different, you know, mistakes, different habits. Like we live in a world full of so many, you know, just differences. And I think that as a society, we've tried to do a lot of things. I think there's times that society, you know, has kind of pushed us to all want to do the same thing. And then I think there's times when society has, you know, and when I say push, I more mean like we feel pressure from society to do this. So I feel like we felt pressure before to like 
you know, do exactly what everyone else is doing and believe what everyone else else believes and say what everyone else says and dress how everyone else dresses and, you know, live the way that everyone else lives. And then there are times I feel like, you know, in society that we're really pushed to like be different, almost to a negative extent. Like, I think it's good to be different, but it's almost like if you're not different, there's something wrong with you. Or if you're not different, you're just like everyone else. And like that, like it's kind of labeled that it's kind of labeled as a bad thing to be like everyone else or to be traditional or to do things that like people would expect. Like it's kind of pushed nowadays. I feel like to be different, like you want to be different. And I think that we should naturally lean into our uniqueness, of course, but I don't think that the core of why we do things should be because, Oh, I just really want to be different. It's like, you know, Yes, we can be different. We can have these different things, but there's, you know, a sense of inauthenticity that comes when we're doing it for the wrong reasons. So all of that to say, I, most of my life have been pretty hard headed. I guess you could say, especially growing up, like growing up, I thought I knew everything. I thought I had everything figured out and no one could really tell me different. Like I believed in what I believed in religiously and, um, just my opinion and perspective of the world. I really like thought that I knew, I really thought that I had it figured out. And as everyone, or, you know, if you don't know, but most people listening to this know that I grew up Mormon LDS And, um, then I got divorced really young and left my religion and it shook me up and it was a whole thing, but that experience taught me a lot because it really humbled me and it humbled my pride of, of thinking that I knew everything to realize that everything that I thought I knew, you know, I found out to my belief that like, it wasn't true and that like I was living a lie, even though I thought it was the truth. And that was a really hard pill to swallow. Now, all of that to say along the way, what I always aim to do with people in my life, because I actually was surrounded by a lot of people who didn't believe in the same things as me. And that was totally fine with me. And I've never been against that. I've always been one to love and bring people in because I think growing up with drug addict parents and growing up, you know, with not a lot of money and going to schools that like, had a lot of different sets of people. I think it really gave me a compassion for others and like a lack of judgment in the sense where like, I, I don't know. I judge people with a grain of salt. Cause like I, I really had no place to judge cause I had an interesting background, but all of that to say, regardless, I was always open to hearing other people's views, but it was almost in a sense of like, I knew nothing that they were going to say was going to change my mind. And I knew in my head, I'm like, I'm right. And I'm going to let them think that like, I'm open to what they're saying, but I'm not. And I was always looking to find a rebuttal to what they said. So like, if they were to bring up their point, I really wanted to be heard. Like if someone were to share their opinion with me or their belief, whether that's in God or religion or just an opinion on like a you know, 
a societal matter or a societal standard or just a way of life, whatever it may be, any kind of opinion that we have as humans or belief, I like would wait for the moment that I could just like get in there and share how I felt and share my belief and share my standpoint and share my opinion. And so it's like, I was willing to hear them out and I was willing to agree to disagree and to not treat them any differently just because they believed or had different opinions in me. But I never went in those conversations or those situations, which is like a really open mind or a really open heart. Like I knew in my mind that like you could not sway what I felt, what I had an opinion about, what I believed in. Like I just knew. And I think part of that was maybe a protection and like a, you know, a sense of control in my life because I was so out of control with you know, everything I went in my childhood, but all of that to say now, obviously here I am and everything that I've gone through has humbled me a ton, my divorce and leaving my religion and all these things. I've been very humbled to realize I don't know everything. And that sometimes you can think, you know, everything and like, you know, then you find out you don't and all these different things. Therapy has humbled me a lot. And all of this to say, I think there is something extremely beautiful about knowing what you believe in and standing up for it and standing up for what you believe is the truth and standing up for what you believe is right. That is the most noble thing I think you can do. And it's really scary because in this life, the easy thing to do is to be agreeable and to just shake your head and nod your head and say, oh yes, and be nice and just agree with everyone. But my whole point in saying this is I think there's a way to disagree with someone or not believe in something they believe in or have a different opinion than them and still give them all the respect and pure genuine love that you can with an open heart and an open mind. So I just think there's this stigma on like open mind, open mind, open mind. But the reason I think it's important to have an open heart is because every single human is going through something different and every single human is on their life path that, you know, it ebbs and flows. There's lows, there's highs, you know, there's traumatic experiences we go through. There's good experiences we go through. There's, you know, there's just so many things that go into what we believe in and the opinions that we have of the world and of life and the things we like. There's so much that goes into it. And so why are we so quick to shut people out when they don't believe in the same thing as us? when they don't have the same opinion as us, when they don't like what we like. We are so quick to only want to surround ourselves with people who are like-minded and who do the same things and believe the same things and want the same things. Now I get, you know, we want to surround ourselves with people that we connect to. And typically if, if, if they're in line with what we believe in or what we do or what we practice or our opinions, it's going to be, you know, comforting to be around those people and it's going to be fun. And, and, and especially if you're dedicated to something, whether it's a belief system or an opinion or a career or, you know, a community or whatever it is, or a cause, something that matters to you, 
you do want to be surrounded by people who, you know, remind you of what matters to you. And they remind you to stick to your morals, stick to your standards, stick to your goals. And they push you in the most loving way, you know, to stay on the path that you know is right for you. So I think there's beauty in that. But What's really scary about that is when we do that, we can have blinders up and we can go our whole lives thinking we know everything and then realize we knew nothing at all. And we can also go our whole lives separating ourselves from incredible people who we could have incredible relationships with and we could grow from, but they don't believe in the same stuff as us or they don't, they don't have the same opinions as us. And I get that, you know, opinions and all these different things, like they're heavy things. And so it's like, they're sensitive things for us because typically like those things matter a lot to us. And so it makes sense why sometimes it's difficult to not only coexist, but to really love someone who, you know, is on a different page than you in life. But it's so powerful It's so powerful. And so I feel like this week I've met some really incredible people that have taught me so much. That's why I love conversation. That's why I love hearing people's stories because it teaches you so much. You can learn so much from hearing someone else's heart and hearing what someone else has been through and why they believe in what they believe in and why they do what they do and what they do. And it's so powerful, especially when it's not the same thing that you do. And it's not the same path that you necessarily feel like you're on. It's so beautiful because there's so much love and growth that can come out of it for each individual. It's a humbling thing. It's, you know, an inspiring thing. It pushes us out of our comfort zone mentally to really, you know, test what we base our lives around and what we do with our lives. And it also really, I think, helps our character because it helps us to love others from a pure place and not from like, oh, they check off everything on my box of what I like and who I like and who I like to be around or what I like to do. So that means I can be around them. Does that make sense? It's like, it just pushes who you are as a human. I feel like to such a place of growth and humility and empathy for others. And I think that it's so beautiful. Now, with all of that being said, when it leads into like our judgment of others, we are so quick to judge people. We are so quick to judge people. We want to look at people and we want to dissect their life and dissect what we would do differently if we were them or the ways that we don't agree with like the way they present themselves or what they do or what they say or, oh, I would do that different or, oh, well, I mean, I think that's, you know, this, I think that's insensitive. I think, I think this, and like gossip is easy to do. It is easy to gossip about other people. We all love to talk. Like that's just inherently what we like to do. But my whole point in saying that is sometimes there's going to be people in your life that are really close to you that do things that you don't understand. And these things may even be things that directly affect you and directly hurt you. 
these may even be intentional things that they're doing to you. Or maybe it's something that they're doing in their own lives and it just happens to affect you. Could be either. And then, you know, there's people in life that we just come in contact with, you know, every so often or we see on social media or whatever. And it's not that what they do necessarily affects us, but, you know, maybe it stirs us up emotionally or makes us feel, you know, better than them or worse than them because we compare ourselves to them. And so it's just like interesting that there's just so much judgment that happens all the time in our close relationships and in just, you know, normal life as we see and witness people every day, you know, and even a lot of the brokenness in the world, um, you know, drug addicts, thieves, you know, murderers, uh, you know, all these things, all these people who do really bad things to people, bad things, cheaters, people who cheat on their significant others. It's just really easy to look at those situations and to judge. And what I want to remind you guys of is that you can disagree with what someone does or how they do something. And even what they do can be inherently wrong. So like, obviously, like it's not right to steal or cheat. And then it can also be something that maybe isn't necessarily wrong, but you just don't agree with. You can disagree and be saddened by that choice. But that doesn't mean that you can't love that person and treat them with complete respect and love. You may say, oh, well, some of those people don't deserve it. I get that. I get that. And it's, you know, it's different if you're directly affected. Like if you're directly cheated on, I can see how that's different. And if you want to learn about how to protect yourself and, um, you know, what you deserve, go listen to my episode on healthy boundaries because it talks about cutting people off and setting boundaries with people who disrespect you and treat you poorly while also finding grace and forgiveness for them. But all of that to say, like, I think we just need to start loving people more and understanding that there is a core to that. So like those bad things that people do, I always tell people this, if someone cheats on their significant other, it has nothing, if not much less to do with the person who was cheated on than the person who cheated. It just is what it is. People used to tell me that. I said, no, 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 it is. It's a reflection of something inside of them that isn't right. Whether that's a character flaw, whether that's a wound that they haven't healed from, whether that's an insecurity, there's all these different things that it could be. And it's just so easy to look at those situations and judge. And it's not to say you can't stand up for what is right and to judge the situation in the sense of like, hey, that's not cool, regardless of what you've been through. Because I'm sorry, but some things in life, there's just no excuse for. You know, you don't get a free pass to do whatever you want just because you were hurt or just because you endured something hard in your life. And I agree with that. But... The truth is, is people who 
make these really bad decisions and really hurt others, a lot of the times what happens is we focus on the act of what this human did. This human did. Now, again, this is different if you're directly affected, but like if you're an outsider looking in, we focus so much on that that we ignore the deeper problem. We ignore the bigger problem. We ignore the root of why they cheated. We ignore the wound, the insecurity, the trauma, the lack of character. We ignore something that's within them that typically stems from hurt. And I've said this before and I'll say it again. I think that 99% of the things that we do in this life have a lot to do with what we've been through and have a lot to do with the ways that we've been hurt or the ways that we've been loved. Like if you have experienced really bad things in your life, it's, it's really easy to do bad things to other others or vice versa. If you've experienced really good things in your life, it's really easy to do good things to others. You know, we're so teachable. We're so moldable from a young age. And so sometimes we just replicate what we know and what we see. For example, like growing up, people always told me like, you know, it's so incredible that like you, you know, don't, you don't do drugs, you're sober, you stay on the straight and narrow path, all these things, because your parents are both drug addicts. And like, they just, you know, lived the opposite lives of me. Because growing up, like I never did anything. And I stayed in school and I worked hard and I did all these things. And I always would hear people say like, yeah, like typically people in those situations, there's two extremes. Either they repeat the cycle of their parents, or they do everything in their power to never be like their parents. And so I think that inherently when bad things happen to us, we either repeat them or we do everything in our power to never make someone feel the way that that person or that thing made us feel. And we strive to be better. But the craziest part is that the root of it is the same. We were hurt. We were neglected. We were mistreated. Something bad happened. And, you know, it can go either way. And so the whole point I'm trying to get across is next time someone does something to you, instead of making it about you, first of all, because the bad things that people do to us have nothing to do with us, like genuinely, instead of looking at it from a place of just pure judgment of the act, try to see the root, try to see why, you know, they would do something like that. And typically there's just a deeper reason. There's deep, there's a deep reason not to say that you can fix that, not to say that you can heal them, not to say that you can even help them recognize it, but maybe you can have a little bit of grace for them and that you can also remind yourself that it has nothing to do with you because hurt people hurt people and broken people break people. And the more that you do for you and the more that you fill up your own cup, the more you're going to be able to start a trend of good in your life, which will bleed onto others' lives. Because if you do good to people, they're going to want to do good to others. And so our actions and our words matter. So now on a whole nother level, this is kind of my next and last point of this, is that we may not understand 
why someone believes in what they believe in or why someone has an opinion that they have. But the same principle stands. There's a core. There's a core, you know, and I think it's so easy to get wrapped up in, well, I know what's right and I know what's wrong and I know and they don't know and they should just know and they should just get on the same page as me. It's not that hard. But it's like the complexity of each and every single person's individual lives in their hearts are constantly ever changing and going through certain circumstances and situations and, 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 you know, opposition and trauma. And, you know, we're all going through so many things at all times that are slowly shaping our character and that are slowly shaping our perspective of life, our perspective of, you know, beliefs, everything. So, I just think we need to meet people where they're at with a lot of grace and love. And that doesn't mean that we need to change what we know to be true or what we feel to be right. But I think that if we approach people with an open heart, it can create a lot of change in this world. A place of loving someone unconditionally, a place of loving others as you love yourself, a place of loving others from a pure place, loving people where they're at and understanding that even if you don't understand them and you don't understand why they do the things that they do or why they believe in the things that they do or why they have the opinions that they do, there's a reason they do. You just may not know it and you may not understand it because you haven't walked a day in their shoes. And so it's, it's, it's just easy to get caught up in the wrong things. And I think that if we approach each other, which is so much love and grace and an open ear, which doesn't mean you, that you need to have wavering opinions or beliefs or beliefs or ways of lives. But when you have an open ear and an open heart to people, you create a safe space to share and to connect. And, and I think you'll be surprised the people that you think you will connect with the least and that have completely different ways of life than you and opinions and things, sometimes you connect with the most. And sometimes you have the most similar or shared experiences with. But you will never experience the beauty of that if you shut everyone out who doesn't look the same as you, who doesn't act the same as you, who doesn't do the same as you, who doesn't have the same life as you. And I think that I'm learning daily to have a more open heart to life and to others and to do what matters to me, but also to do right by others and to love others and to walk with them hand in hand, regardless of what they believe in, what I believe in, what they do, what I do, our lives, everything. And so I challenge you guys to look at the root. I challenge you guys to extend love and grace. And I challenge you guys to go on this journey of me of trying to just humble yourself. Having humility is one of the most powerful things in the world. I hope this all made sense. And I don't really know what I said, but I know that it was on my heart and that I, I, I wanted and I needed to share it. So I'm glad I did. But I love you guys so very much. I hope that you have an incredible week. 
um, give yourself love this week, give others love this week. And, um, you know, if you'd like to support me, you can follow me on my personal, you know, social media accounts, Nicole.Donna. You can follow me on my elephants in the room, social media accounts, just elephants in the room. You can leave this podcast a rating, share it with a friend, share it on your social media. It means the world to me, helps me a lot. And, um, I appreciate you guys and I love you guys. Thanks for listening to me talk forever. <laughs> um, my name's Nicole and I'll close this episode out by saying what elephants are in your room. I will talk to you guys next week.